When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Everything is Black and White podcast, brought to you by Chronicle Live, bringing you the latest insight on everything to do with Newcastle United. You can find us on iTunes, Acast, Spotify, or most podcast providers. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. It's time for our weekend preview. The international break is finally over, and Newcastle returns to action with a trip down to Stamford Bridge on Saturday to take on Chelsea. I'm joined by Football London's Oliver Harbord, who is the football correspondent there, covers the Blues home and away. Thank you very much for joining us, Oliver. Thanks for having me. Um, for me first of all, it's great to have domestic football back. Uh, I mean, we'll start with any injuries, because Chelsea had quite a few players who were on international duty. Are you envisaging anyone missing out? I mean, what, what is the, the uh, injury list looking like? <laughs> yeah, it's actually, uh, there's, they've got quite a few worries, really, starting from before the international break, uh, both Emerson and Antonio Rudiger um, were struggling with injuries. Emerson's been back in training, but Rudiger might not be fit enough to play at the weekend. Uh, they're being very cautious with him because he hasn't played all season apart from 45 minutes. And then there were more injuries over the international break. Uh, N'Golo Kante uh, struggled with an injury. He was supposed to play for France, but then pulled out in the warm-up. Um, he has a really tough time of fit uh, this year so far with injuries. Uh, Matteo Kovacic is another one who's struggling. Andreas Christensen as well, and uh, Rhys James pulled out of injury, uh, uh, international duty with the England under-21s, but he has been back in training, they're hoping to have him. So there's really quite a few doubts there for Chelsea and for Frank Lampard, especially as the fact they have uh, Ajax in the Champions League on Wednesday following the Newcastle game. So uh, a lot of uh, questions for him to answer over who he starts, whether he risks certain players, or whether he sort of goes for more backup options with that Champions League game in mind. Chelsea coming to this game looking for their fifth win on the bounce in all competitions. Um, so, looking at Newcastle's form, obviously Newcastle beat Manchester United last time out, but other than that, they haven't had the best start to the season. Is this a game you think Frank Lampard will definitely be expecting Chelsea to win? Yeah, I would say so. I think that the fans especially would, would be eyeing this up as, as a potential three-pointer. Um you know, they've had a good run of form before the international break. They've sort of got themselves together now. Um, they didn't have as many injuries before the international break. But now, obviously, as I said, there's a few more uh, that they've picked up over the last couple of weeks. So that might sort of disrupt the flow a little bit. Uh, but they've got players in form. You know, Tammy Abraham's scoring goals. Mason Mount's looking very, very good. Um, there's still some weaknesses there. The defence is uh, still shaky and they've only had one clean sheet all season. So, uh, you know, there are still questions there for Frank Lampard. But... You would expect at home uh, against a Newcastle team that have struggled over the course of the, of the season so far, you'd expect that they'd be fairly confident of picking up three points. I mean, given the fact that Chelsea have won their last seven matches against Newcastle at Stamford Bridge, scoring 20 goals and conceding three, the odds are most certainly in Frank Lampard's favour. I mean, how is he doing? Obviously, a big job, his, his biggest job of his career so far, kind of the fairy tale Hollywood story. Um, but how is he handling the pressure? Yeah, he seems to be taking it all pretty pretty much in his stride. I mean, 
there's no way that Chelsea fans would have envisaged him being their manager after in only his second season as a manager. Uh, you know, I think circumstances with the transfer ban have have meant that he's he's had to come on board that little bit quicker. Um, he's brought on board coaching staff that know the youth players very, very well in Jody Morris and Joe Edwards, uh, both development squad and uh, under-18 coaches at Chelsea before they before Jody Morris moved to Derby with Frank Lampard. Um, so he seems to have dealt with it pretty well. You know, he's obviously got a lot of grace with the fans. Um, they're willing to give him a lot of time, being the record goal scorer and a very, very popular figure at Stamford Bridge. Um, so even when they haven't played quite their best, they're still willing to give him the time. And, and that's really allowed everything to sort of settle. And it's given him time, more time than probably any Chelsea manager's ever had before because... You know, with uh, the circumstances off the pitch, with the transfer ban, the fact they lost Eden Hazard, obviously such a massive player for Chelsea. Um, you know, he's been able to have that little bit of grace, and and uh, he seems to have settled in quite nicely. You mentioned there Chelsea's defence. I was going to ask you about kind of the one weakness that Newcastle United could exploit on Saturday. That you know, Steve Bruce looking through the tape sort of gone, okay, that's where we can we can hurt Chelsea. Is it that the biggest weakness is their defence? Yeah, absolutely, at the moment. But also, from set pieces, is probably their biggest biggest issue. Uh, every time that Chelsea could see the set piece, they're looking very, very, very uh, dodgy in those situations. They Frank Lampard's tended to go for a zonal marking system, um, and it's left them quite exposed at times, and, and people having free headers that you just wouldn't really expect a player in the six-yard box to be getting. Um, it happened against Lille when they conceded. Um, it happened against Liverpool when they conceded as well. Um, and that's somewhere Steve Bruce is really going to look to um, to hurt Chelsea, especially, is, is those set pieces. And, and you know, when you've got a guy like Andy Carroll, if he starts or not, um, you know, he's dangerous, so dangerous in the air. And uh, something that, that Newcastle could really exploit. Against Manchester United, uh, Newcastle played on the counter. They were, you know, quick at going forward from their, kind of their own box. How will Chelsea deal with the way Newcastle set up and play? Yeah, that's that's also an area where Chelsea have looked a little bit vulnerable when when teams have looked to counter attack them. Uh, they're very strong going forward, and and uh, Frank Lampard is still tinkering around a little bit with his desired formation. He's sort of gone with a four-two-three-one. He's gone with four-three-three, three-four-three as well. He's kind of not settled on anything quite yet, um, and you know they have looked a little bit exposed on the counter attack. You know, I'd expect on Saturday for Chelsea to have a lot more of the possession, um, especially through the likes of Jorginho and looking to get it wide uh, through the likes of Willian and Hudson-Odoi if they both start. But, uh, you know, sometimes they do get a little bit overloaded and, and can get caught on the break. So I think that that's, that'd be quite an important way for Newcastle to maybe get at Chelsea. And who's the star man for Chelsea that, you know, Steve Bruce needs to really try and get his team to keep quiet? Well, actually, I think that I think that Jorginho's had a very, very good season. Um, he's playing in a more direct style. He came under a lot of criticism last year, especially from fans who, um, you know, thought his style of play, even though he got a lot of touches on the ball, you know, would move very much sideways to sideways, too slow in possession. But that was kind of the way that Maurizio Sarri wanted him to play. Frank Lampard's giving him a lot more um, license to look forward, to be more direct with his play. And uh, some of the balls he's been playing recently has, has just been exceptional, really cutting out sort of defences, looking for Tammy Abraham to make those runs over the top. Um, but also, you know, he's he's been a superb in the centre of midfield. Of course, you've got to look at Tammy Abraham as well. You know, the goals he's scored already this season, uh, he's looking very, very comfortable at this level. 
um, and especially against sort of teams that you might say are slightly more in the bottom half of the of the table as well. He's looked quite ruthless against. So, you know, I think if uh, if Steve Bruce was looking to cut two things out, you're probably looking at Jorginho to stop that flow of balls going forward. And then uh, you have to keep a, a pretty decent eye on Tammy Abraham right now. So flip it on its head from what you've seen in Newcastle, from what you've read, who's the star man you think Frank Lampard will be eager to keep quiet? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's quite an interesting one with with Lampard. The way he sort of sets his team up, he's looking he's more interested about his own team, if you like. So he'll be looking to um, looking to stop them in that way. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm quite a big fan of Almiron. I know he's he struggled in, with goals without goals, if anything. But you know, I think his pace is someone something that can really damage uh, damage Chelsea. And and then also, obviously as well, the set pieces, as I said before, if Andy Carroll does get a start, then you know. Chelsea are going to have to do something really close to him when it comes to set pieces. I'm not sure zonal marking is going to do them any favours because I think uh, Lampard's going to have to look at the threat that he possesses in the air uh, and think about how they can stop them because that's where Chelsea have looked their weakness as well. Obviously quite a uh, chaotic summer for Newcastle. I mean, what is the view of, of Newcastle from Chelsea fans? Obviously we had the Rafa Benitez connection not so long ago and we all know uh, the view on on him from from Chelsea fans, but I mean in general, what is the how did Chelsea fans look upon Newcastle? Is it just you know this should be a, a guaranteed three points? I don't think. I mean, as you, you know, you saw against Manchester United, there's no guarantee three points against uh, Newcastle at all. I think you know Steve Bruce has has had a bit of time now to settle in and to have his way of playing. Um, so there's no guarantee of three points whatsoever. I think it's Chelsea look back over the course of the season as well. You know, they were two 0 up against Sheffield United and and let that slip in the second half. They know that they're going to have to play a full, uh, you know, 90 minutes of, of good football just to get three points against a, a team that's no doubt going to be very, very resolute. Um, you know, it's, it's a, I think Chelsea fans might look at what's going on at Newcastle and think it's a shame of, of a club that has been so great as well over the years and everything off the field has happened. Um, you know, and, and Newcastle is a great club to visit, a uh, great club to, to go and watch play. Um, and so they, they're probably looking at it as though, you know, this is maybe not a club in, the, in their brightest years right now, but uh, definitely a dangerous club and, and one of the big clubs in English football. Fantastic. And then just to finish, I always ask the opposition writers their score predictions for the weekend. So what do you think is going to happen? Uh, yeah, I'm always rubbish with these, so <laughs> I'll give it a good go. Um, I, think, I think Chelsea will come out with three points. I think that Newcastle will score. Um, so I'm going to go with a 3-1 Chelsea win, I think. We hope you've enjoyed this episode so far. Just a quick reminder to please subscribe and review to our podcast through iTunes, Spotify or whichever podcast provider you listen through. So that was Oliver Harbords from Football London. I'm now joined by Kieran Kelly, who's enjoyed a nice break during uh, the international break. Uh, glad to be back and looking forward to domestic football again. Yeah, on my own international break, ready to go now. Yeah, huge game, obviously, on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. And Newcastle come in, obviously, on the win, on the back of that win against Manchester United. We, we spoke a couple of weeks back saying it's probably come at the wrong time because the first thing you want is another game to play. Um, and they probably don't get much tougher than Chelsea, actually, when you think about it. Do you think that that spirit, that boost that they got off the Man United game, you know, that's continued through these uh, through this fortnight? Yeah, definitely. I think if you look at the amount of internationals who've been away, um, you can count them really on one hand. So a lot of that group has still been at the base, and by all by all counts, it's been a, a really 
happy place to be. Uh, it's amazing what a result can do. And um, yeah, I think they go into this, as I've said before, now having a blueprint and knowing you know, Leicester literally has to be the rock bottom this season. They can't play like that again. I think that silent flight home has stuck with the players. I think the Steve Bruce's tirade at full time has stuck with the players and they know now, hey, if we play like we did against Manchester United, you can, you can give every team in this league a, a good game and I personally think they, they can go up another level uh, this season I think you know let's be honest it was a poor Manchester United team they're missing a lot of players so I think they will take the positives from that but know that they have to keep improving almost every week now to, to really make a good go of this season and we saw against Manchester United a very counter-attacking style play um, you had Almiron and Sir Maxman really causing a lot of issues do we envisage the same setup against Chelsea or do you think you might revert to a bit more of a defensive style? Yeah, it's the the big question. I think um you know, Chelsea we we've seen they they love to press as well. So it's figuring out how um you can make the best use of the ball when, you know, they they're gonna be at you all the time. You see even someone like Mason Mount, he really, really does work so hard off the ball. Um, I think there are elements they'll take from that Man United game. I don't think it's as simple as just saying just play like that again. Um, I think there are elements of how they played against Liverpool. Certainly, the start of that game, they'll take that into this game. You know, uh, trying to keep the crowd. Uh, not that Chelsea's crowd is particularly loud, but you know, uh, frustrate them. Uh, make it a really good start is key. Those first twenty minutes, and then just trying to settle things down. But thing about Newcastle this season for the large part is they've played better um, again when you know they're going in as the underdogs against the top six where the expectation isn't really there they're not having to get on the ball and dominate like they did against Brighton or Watford so it's a kind of game that ironically suits them as hard as a start this has been just like last season playing a lot of the top teams um, I don't think it's a bad game necessarily to, to have after the international break Chelsea looking for their fifth successive win in all competitions um, flying relatively high in the table everything's looking positive um, so while, while they're not in the same situation as my United where things aren't looking as happy I suppose Frank Lampard is still working out his best side he's still working out his best formation and Steve Bruce ought to be looking at that and thinking okay this is where we can we, we can exploit Chelsea yeah yeah I think you know they're, they're certainly hitting their stride I think they've scored 15 goals in the last four games as you said winning all four it's really compelling isn't it um, I think you know Bruce has obviously come up against Lampard before Derby played in a similar way obviously very different personnel so he knows what they're going to be about they, they have had plenty of time to, to prepare for this game um, but Chelsea do give goals um, you know you've seen Sheffield United go to Stamford Bridge and deservedly get a draw um, and there are things like set pieces which Newcastle can definitely exploit um, you know irony is of course Newcastle haven't scored from a set piece this season so that's something I'm sure they've worked on in the past couple of weeks uh, how can you know they upset that that system Chelsea had a very like a zonal system and um, I think that's something they can definitely look at but yeah you, you look at what they did against Manchester United with yeah, the long staffs pressing in the middle we expect that could continue you have Sam Axman as that key link between uh, midfield and attack who Really, I don't think defenders are going to figure out quite... It'll be a while before they figure out how to combat him. You saw him against Manchester United. They did not know. You know, he had three on him at one point. They crowded him, then they stood off him. He's really hard to predict. So I think that will give Chelsea something to think about. But 
there's at least a bit more about Newcastle, a bit more optimism now that, okay, they can go there and at least give Chelsea something to think about. But of course, it's a hard place to go. Newcastle and got a great record there. But um, I think they will take confidence from those games. As I said, they played against the top six this season. Now, coming to Newcastle's side, obviously the long staff brothers stole the headlines against Manchester United. Um, would you keep both of them in the middle of the park? I would personally. I think... Um, you know, you saw what Maddie brought to the team. Uh, I think if he was a 28-year-old, you would still say that was a brilliant performance in terms of his attitude, how hard he worked. And of course, you know, he, he offered a real threat going forward as well. I thought, Sean, that was probably his best game um, of the season so far. He's he's obviously coming back from a serious knee injury and he, I thought he played really well against Man United. Obviously, that extra dimension going into that game um, and he really stood up. So I, I definitely keep them. I, I can understand, you know, there might be people saying uh, you, you need to protect players, but, you know, uh, Sean played at Chelsea last season, didn't he? I think it might have been his, his full Premier League debut. He did well there. Um, Matty's already proved that he, he belongs at this kind of a level for me. Um, I know he's a lot to, to go and you don't want to put too much expectation on him but he, he can cope with playing against a Jorginho a Kante I think that's something he'd really relish so personally if you're going to throw him in against Manchester United why not throw him in against Chelsea that'd be my um, attitude on it Do you envisage any changes I mean the, the guys who've been away on uh, in national break have come back you know in good health Almiron was back training yesterday do you see any changes or is it just look we, Newcastle United beat Man United let's just keep the same team and maybe just revert to a bit more of a defensive style but for personnel just keep it as it is yeah I mean you you look at the it's only probably Richie and of course Hayden who's suspended are going to miss this so he's for once he's going into games now with, with loads of options to even get on the bench is getting a bit hard so you have Lejeune potentially coming back into thinking um, you know and I personally I wouldn't make any changes I think it'd be harsh on Clark and Yedlin who came in first league starts the season I thought they were both you know, it almost went under the radar how well they played. Willems is getting better with each game. Um, and then obviously you had Longstaff and Sam Maxman came in who were two of the big, big positives from that Manchester United game. So otherwise, I, I don't see what changes you'd make really, uh, providing everyone's fit. I think you, for me, I'd stick with that team. Yeah, definitely. And just finally then, is this a game Newcastle United can win and, and what will the score be? <laughs> um, I think getting a win might be a stretch. I th- I'm think it may be a narrow defeat I don't think they'll uh, I think they will push Chelsea at points but you just look at that Chelsea team at the moment the form they're in um, particularly up front Mount Abraham you've Hudson-Odoi potentially to come in as well he's really starting to, to hit form again so it's a big ask to keep all them out I do think there is something to get out of that Chelsea defence but I'd probably go for a 2-1 2-1 win for Chelsea but I don't think Newcastle will disgrace themselves by any means well, there you have it. Head over to Chronicle Live to keep up to date with all the latest Newcastle United news, including Steve Bruce's press comments tomorrow and live match coverage of the game against Chelsea. Thank you very much. <laughs>